Welcome to another episode of the Discernible Interviews. Today we are interviewing with who I think runs the most, one of the most important accounts on Instagram in this moment we find ourselves in. That Instagram account is Jab Injuries Australia. It baffles me that uh, this account has not been banned yet. For some reason, we're not allowed to talk about uh, COVID-19 vaccination injuries. But the reality is if you start to talk about criminal companies uh, who have been fined for fraud, Uh, it's uh, not a matter of a theory. It is proven the most uh, fines uh, given out up until recently were to pharmaceutical companies. We have, for example, uh, GSK, Glaston Smith Klein in 2012, uh, fined for false claims and uh, fraud and paying kickbacks to doctors, $3 billion settlement. We have the most famous one, Pfizer, one point. Uh, or they $2.3 billion for fraud because of Baxter in 2009. The point being, these conversations are not easy to have because, well, I don't know why, but it feels like uh, uh, you're not allowed to talk about the criminality of some of these organizations. I raise this because these jab injuries are real, real people with real injuries. And thanks to this Instagram page, uh, we can actually hear their stories. So let me welcome Matt to the show. Thank you for coming on, sir. No worries. Thank you for having me. Thanks for the introduction. Yeah, sorry for throwing fire on it straight away. Um, it's just it I've, it print, I've printed out a list of uh, pharma- largest pharmaceutical settlements in, from Wikipedia, and it's just stunning the, the amount of bad actors um, – you don't need to comment on this if you don't want to, but the amount of bad actions and fraud and horrible actions by pharmaceutical companies over history is stunning. So, Matt, let's start with your page. What is uh, that? What is it that you do on Jab Injuries Australia? Can you explain for the people who might not have seen it? Yeah, so basically um, it started off with uh, just a few stories of people who were injured. Um, the purpose was to just defend my own choice uh, to body autonomy. I didn't want it from the beginning. And, um, yeah, after collecting a few of these stories, it just sort of went boom and um, became Jab Injuries Australia, which led into Jab Injuries Global, uh, which is now uh, the voice for uh, thousands and thousands of uh, injured people around the world, um, if not hundreds of thousands, if we're going to include the people that just come and comment and saying that I'm injured as well, um, because I can't share everybody, you know. Um, We have an endless supply of uh, jab injured people coming through, uh, jab injuries Australia anyway. Um, But, yeah, basically uh, the idea is just to give these people a direct voice. Um, it's about them only. Uh, we don't share news or science or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like healing protocols or politics or anything like that. It's just purely about them because, you know, um, with the mainstream and the way it's, way it's set up, um, and, and if you question that, uh, you're frowned upon. Uh, so, and also the the narrative the narrative is so strong that people that come to our page have this sort of this bias where they can't think for themselves. Um, they have to, you know, repeat what the the mainstream says. So we, when these people come to our page, we basically want to um, have them look at the stories for what they are, without all the other stuff. Um, that's how we've set it up. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's a beautiful way that you do it. And probably that's, I guess, maybe that's why you haven't been banned yet. But the way you're simply asking questions or, or perhaps maybe not asking question, but letting people just tell their story without making comment like I just did about pharmaceutical companies. But, mm. you know, the reason why I raised these, the criminality of pharmaceutical companies is I think um, you're correct. There is kind of a narrative out there that uh, any reactions are mild. Uh, pharmaceutical companies are out for our, our good. They're not there to harm us. They're not criminal. Uh, are you... I'd love to hear a bit about what you're seeing in these submissions to you and uh, whether these people have a sense of trepidation, like that it's a topic they can't really talk about. So yeah, what are you noticing in these, these submissions? Are there any common themes? And threads? Yeah, well, um, almost every single person that comes to us comes to us because they feel isolated, alone, they've been dismissed, gaslit. Um, you know, these people are seriously injured worst case resulting in death and um, these people have nowhere to go there is no one that can help them uh, a lot of the times the people that um, you know that they go they end up in hospital they get a whole heap of tests run majority of the time the tests come back clear like when I'm interviewing people I'm already writing that they're coming back clear because uh, it's just so predictable um so you know uh, uh yeah it's it's um there's a lot of uh uncertainty within from what i see within the the doctors like i don't know if they know what's going on there's some of them i, I think a lot of them do know what's going on. i mean the amount that i see they have like i think that they have to know what's going on right. how can so many people be injured experiencing the same thing I mean, you get, like, I've written a number of stories where doctors say that this is um, an adverse reaction to the jab and uh, they just don't write it down on paper. Uh, and, yes. and I hear that so much. So, um, excuse me, sorry, uh, am I going off the track of your question? <laughs> no, 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 that's very good. Yes. Uh, so I'm hearing that a lot as well in private messaging, that doctors are saying one thing to the patient and then not officially saying it, you know, in the notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're hearing that as well. Oh, all you, the time. Uh, and in terms of uh, just a fear to speak, um, these people are writing stories to you. Are they, I guess what you were saying, are they feeling like your Instagram page? Um, you know, you're doing an amazing job. Very well done. Thank you for doing it. But to be honest with you, we are just social media nobody's yeah. like i'm just some dude yeah. in front of a camera you're just some dude with an instagram page it shocks me that they have to go to me or you to get a very very serious story out exactly um and that's the thing that probably baffles me the most we have a very serious issue in our hands um we're talking about i mean there's what 130,000 adverse reactions reported and um, they're not covering it on the mainstream hardly at all. I mean, you get one person here and there, which makes it look like it's a, a rare case. But you and I both know it's not. I mean, I've seen thousands and thousands of people um, injured. So, um, what, what do you? Is there any? I'm, try, I'm playing devil's advocate for their side yeah. because we are we. You are collecting all the injuries. So, is it mm. possible? that you are getting 
a not a biased sample, but you're only looking at all the injured people. So do you have a sense of that? And, and I'm wondering if you have a sense of where the injuries lie in our population, because I've asked some big vaccinologists and epidemiological experts on my channel, hey, is this just because we've vaccinated, or it's not really a vaccine, right? We, we've injected so many people with mRNA stuff and viral vector stuff that, of course, we're going to have more adverse events but with, a, with the same rate as we've always had. And they've said, no, 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 Matt, it's a higher rate. There's, there's a higher rate of injuries happening. Do you have any sense of that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, obviously there's a higher rate, but like, uh, yeah, that's um, like this just, it shouldn't, it just shouldn't be happening, right? Like how should this be allowed? Like even if there is a small rate of uh, injured people coming forward, like, I mean, yeah it's just i don't like that's a hard question for me to get my head around because it just shouldn't be happening um what shouldn't be happening the mandates or these types of oh well the mandates for sure i mean if there's like this is part of our slogan like if there's risk there must be choice Mm. and like i've got the proof that there is risk if there is risk Mm. how can you how can you force people to risk their lives like when the end result is death Mm. so many people have died so so do, what about insane. Yeah, what about personally? Do you, you know, I've I have to make the admission that there are far more people in my world who I know who have been vaccinated who don't mm. have an injury or are not aware if they do have one than I know mm. people who have been injured. So I'm I'm but I think that's changing. I think we're starting to see more and more injuries. What's it like in your personal world compared to your online work? Yeah, well, uh my personal world uh I mean, a lot of the people that I knew who were jabbed, fully jabbed, uh, I don't have anything to do with anymore. Um, That was just kind of how this all started because people started coming at me saying that I was stupid and I'm the cause of all this stuff happening and I need to go and get it and just trust the science and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, so I was like, nah. And that's, yeah, like I, I don't have much to do with, my own circle anymore just because of what I'm doing now. But um, I, I don't, personally, I don't know anyone who has been injured from my circle. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So th- yeah. yeah this Down is the, a, like, yeah. So I was just going to say, like, I, I, I know uh, I know someone who knows someone, but, yeah, not in my personal circle. This must be really, really confronting for you. You're getting thousands of of full-on stories seeing some carnage that's happening out there could you tell Mm. us about some of the stories that you're getting yeah um where do i start um i've written i've written hundreds of interviews um i I mean the one that always comes to mind is ingi from sunshine coast and her aorta just ripped off ripped in half just um, How old? We can't she? explain it. She's, uh, I think she was maybe late 30s, early 40. I'm not sure 100%. Uh, but she's, uh, she was very fit. She was a, uh, a triathlete, I'm pretty sure. And oh, wow. um, yeah, just uh, 
aorta just ripped in half. Um, there's, I think she was just over in Canada recently um, doing some, like I think there's some people trying to do some tests on her to find out if this was uh, jab-related or trying to prove it or something like that. Um, yeah, I've, there's someone else on the, the Sunshine Coast, Rachel. Uh, her story was always pretty significant to me. She was just... Um, I think she worked in a beauty salon and it was her friend that contacted us and told her about her. Um, and she took the jab. She ended up having a stroke and now she's just like all her, like she's got constant vertigo. She's deaf in one ear and just uh, these, just like a beautiful woman, you know, like just gone mother, can't pay a mortgage, can't, you know, and I, I just hear the same it's like there's there's not really one story that's um, not devastating. They're all devastating in their own way. Um, you know, uh, uh, some some guy messaged me just a couple of days ago, and uh, we're going to be speaking to him very soon. He's just overseas, but his 24 year old daughter uh, just died, just like that. 24. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, then you've got uh, uh, Caitlin. I don't know if you've heard uh, Raylene's story. She actually spoke at the Canberra convoy. Okay. Um, her daughter just passed away in a car. She was uh, claiming to be, you know, very ill and sick and uh, the doctors just kept on turning her away and she just dealt with it on her own and she died in her car at work. Um like, yeah, another guy who well, he died for 35 minutes and uh, they brought him back to life. Now he's, he's got one of those, those heart things insert, inserted into his uh, shoulder right. or on the top of his chest. Um, yeah, we got kids. I mean, there's, there's a lot more kids that are injured that don't come forward. Well, it's not the kids that can come forward, but the parents don't come forward just because they're feeling shame and yeah. uh, guilt or they're in denial. I mean, I often hear parents that choose denial over, over shame and guilt and wanting to do something about it, unfortunately, but that's just the way it is. And I think people are going to continue to think that it's pretty normal and kids are fine as long as they don't hear about these injuries. So, you know, my message to people who are listening, if they do have a, um, a child that's injured, I do think it's your responsibility to come forward and, and share your story. So are you noticing any, you're saying the stories are very broad, uh, but are you noticing yeah. any patterns? Uh, one of the patterns you mentioned was you are hearing that doctors are often testing. Nothing comes up in the tests. And then they're saying, go home or whatever. Then they're either having a worse injury or continuing with your injury or dying. And I guess that's why now we're having things like sudden adult death syndrome and all these other new things. Mm. Or I've seen mm -hmm. um, billboards on the side of a bus saying children have heart attacks too. And uh, <laughs> I've asked some doctors about that on the show and they said, mm, that's not nah. accurate sometimes, but there's exceedingly rare. We shouldn't be normalizing it. Are you noticing well, any actually, other patterns? No. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I just want to interrupt you there because, like, yeah. I'm thinking about, like, I, every week I do a topic of the week and I'm thinking about posting today. How I saw it was something that um, I saw, actually, and I want to put it on my page, and that is 
how many unvaccinated people out there are getting myocarditis, pericarditis, um, neurological symptoms, suddenly dying, um, hair loss, or, you know, all the, all the symptoms that we're seeing from the vaccine. I want to put it to the audience and ask the, them if the unvaccinated people are, are dealing with this stuff or if it's just the vaccinated. So you're, you're inviting those sto- people to submit those stories to you? Oh, well, I mean, I'm just assuming that it's not happening to the unvaccinated people. So I just well, want to if you invited, clear. Yes, but it, rather than saying, one of us saying it's not happening to unvaccinated people, if you put an open call out for unvaccinated people to report their inj- similar injuries to you, I suspect you may not get many. And if that's the case, then that certainly says a lot. Well, I would definitely be interested to hear if there are people. Um, I don't think I'm going to get them, but, yeah, I think that's a good way of uh, showing people, you know, what what's happening is vaccine-related. I'm yep. just trying to go at all, as many angles as I can to, you know, make it aware that this is what's really happening. I think that would be a really good idea for you to invite those stories. Uh, we ha- obviously, you know, have to acknowledge that your page is about jab injuries, so the sample yeah. might be biased. And also, so many people are vaccinated now; it's hard to find a control group at all. But anyway, that sounds like a great idea. So, biased, in terms of, yeah, but not like not sort of, but it's like you know, it's not my opinion. This is people's experience. So, the, I guess there's a bias because it's, you know, it is what it is, but it's like from so many different people. It's not like a false bias or anything like that. Yeah. When I say bias, I, I don't impugn anything to you. I mean, just the sample, just the, the fact yeah. that my channel has a bias in the sense that you're only going to hear the opinions of those who I've had on. You're not going to hear the opinions of those who I haven't had on. It's yeah. Just yeah. Scientific data bias. So patterns in the people that have sent things into you, have you noticed any other patterns in terms of like age groups or um, athletes or not athletes or pre-existing conditions? Or I'm just looking for any patterns in the data. Yeah. Um, see, that's a tricky one because, I mean, I'd say that most people that use Instagram, I think, is, are females, for starters. Um, so I, in the beginning, I was seeing like 70 more women than I was men. Um, That's kind of leveled out now. I seem to be getting a fairly even mix of people coming forward. Um, Age groups, well, then again, uh, I like looking at the stats on Instagram, most people that use uh, Insta, uh, you know, like 18 to 35. So that's that's the majority of the people that I've got on my page. But, you know, like I do I do get up into, I guess, the 60s. But older than that, I don't get a lot of just because, I'd say, because of social media. Um, yeah, what else? Um, what about can you patterns think of anything else? Yeah, yeah. What about patterns in the stories of when the – anything like – uh, people tell you've read now hundreds or, or thousands of stories, patterns like have you, you may have noticed reading all of these thinking, oh, every time someone mm. goes and exercises, this happens or, um, mm. you know, that kind of thing. Have you noticed when these 
events happen. Another pattern I'm wondering about is how many people are getting injured on the first versus the second versus the third injection. Mm. Yeah, it just varies. Uh, um, there's no, yeah, like I, I am working on putting all the data together, like just eventually, like we're in the middle of recreating our website and there's going to be a tick box where you can see like through the stories on our page what these people have. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 very hard to to break that down at the moment because I've just I don't have I don't have it all sorted out in that way. Um, but yeah, um, sorry, I'm just that's okay. I, I I value your the fact that you've been reading these stories for months. Your head, you know, just hearing so many. Uh, that's just an yeah. experience, as as I pointed out earlier, that you know, in per, in our personal circles, not many people get to read thousands of of stories like this. So, um, yeah. your just your sense of what's going on is actually a very important data point for us to listen to. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I do notice something in the teenagers, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, the teenagers they're very active, very fit people. Uh, well, I mean, teenagers, they're mm-hmm. kids. They shouldn't be having heart problems. And, yeah, it's the kids that get the myocarditis and the pericarditis, and they're usually extremely fit from what I've seen so far. Um, we're about to post a, a 16-year-old girl who's an AFL player. So Damn. I've posted okay. another AFL player who's 15. I've posted um, another one who was, I think it was 16. And then a basketball player who was 15. So, yeah. Here, here is an interesting uh, potential pattern you might have seen. Is there a pattern with uh, those who, in these stories, they wanted to get vaccine number one, two, three or whatever versus felt pressured to or had to for work coerced? Have you got any sense of how that breaks down? Yeah, I'd say um, I'd say more people than not have got it because of coercion and uh, just having to continue work. Um, the mandates is usually due to the mandates for sure, and that's what's so wrong about all of this. You know, uh, we aren't. I'll just make it clear as well. We're not uh, anti-vaccine, uh, like because it's just not our place to say. Uh, we get people that come on our page and they believe it, you know, and that's their choice. Um, but And we need those people to come forward to show, you know, that all the people that do believe it, you know, these people believed it too and now look where they are, you know. So um, do, does that answer your question? Yeah. So what about those young, younger people uh, in terms of coercion? Yeah, I have to get it because I have to work. You know, that's happening a lot in the adults. Yeah. Why? Why yeah. are the children, the fourteen-year-olds, getting it in the stories that you've read? Yeah, so usually it's because they can't continue their sports. Uh, they can't enter into one of the arenas, or you know, they can't they can't travel, or you know, the the parents can't even enter, or that's usually what it is. There's some kind of restriction there that. Uh, doesn't allow them to continue on with life as they know it. And do you have, have, surely you've had some pushback. Have, have you, 
run into any pushback, both on a grassroots level, normal people, and in terms of the bigger, you know, what I'm talking about, the corporate giants, because your page is quite a threat to their profits. Well, I know it's yeah. small now in the scheme of things, but it's, you're the biggest that I know of. Yeah, I know. Uh, I need to touch wood because, uh, man, no one's come after me yet. <laughs> uh, I'm sort of waiting for it to happen, but, like, at the same time, I'm not – I don't – like, I'm kind of playing the game. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not fighting them. I'm just giving people a voice. I'm not attacking anyone. I'm not going after anyone. And uh, I really try to, you know, uh, go straight to the people rather than trying to knock on closed doors because I personally, I believe that they know what's going on. I don't, like, I'm not afraid to say that. Um, well, Matt, the uh, list I printed out earlier, I'll, I'll put it on the screen every now and then. Um, when I talk about it, a lot of the violations quoted in the um, FDCA Act in the US are for knowing, for fraud. These hmm. pharmaceutical companies knowing that uh, in the trials it was causing heart issues, like with Vioxx, which was pulled off the market by Merck, they know it. They're charged with f- fined for fraud. Hmm. This is not a. This is not. Pl- this is why I think you're a threat because you're proved. You know, they knew that this kind of stuff was happening and they lied about it. Yeah. Well, the thing yeah. is, like, how, how, like, how long can this go on? Like, they, they have to realize if so many people are going to be injured, someone's going to have to speak out. I mean, they kind of have to allow it to some extent, right? Uh, to let the pressure valve out. Well, I mean, that's kind of how I see it. Like, uh, yeah. It just feels like they're trying to silence any kind of this this talk, you know. I, I do have to be very, very careful about what I say, and I do play the game uh, wisely. Uh, I call it censor the censorship. So, mm-hmm. and I, I recommend this to anyone who's speaking out, anyone who's uh, um, pushing content out there that you know could be silenced. I mean, the amount of freedom fighters out there that have got multiple pages or they've been shut down at 5,000 followers is just insane. But if you censor, like the only reason that I believe they can shut us down is if we keep on um, getting those COVID warnings, like even saying this right now, um, I couldn't really post this interview as it were Mm. if I was speaking because it would just pop up a warning. Uh, The more warnings you get, the more your account is flagged and they just say, well, you've continued to repeat an offence, so now we're going to shadow ban you, now we're going to restrict you, now we're going to cut you off or whatever. Okay. If you don't do that, then how, how can they shut you down unless it's – do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so with the stories, the way you avoid it, is it that when you're publishing these stories, you're not putting anything in there about um, – I just what don't say the words. About. I don't say the words. Like what? You say injuries, you say vaccine. No, I don't say vaccine. I don't say shot, dose. Um, really? Inoculation, injection, COVID, corona, um, pandemic. You can't say jab. Okay. Yeah. Right, so it's in your name. If you, you say, don't say it. If, yeah. If you say any of those words, they trigger a warning. So how do you, I need to go back and read some of your posts then to see how you're yeah. 
getting them to tell the stories that they had the third. Well, dose. I just use the emojis. People know what it is now. Emojis oh. or P for Pfizer. Oh, yeah, you I can't see. say Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. What about uh, pushback on a grassroots level? <clears throat> Surely you've had people jump on comments, DMs, whatever, saying shut up or... No, hardly oh, ever. Really? Honestly, for for over 100,000, like this is something that we nailed in the beginning was, you know, we created a platform that's supportive and, and loving. Like most of the comments that you see are just all love and support and people reaching out trying to help each other. And that's what we focus on. And... You know, when someone comes in and trolls, oh, also I've turned off the comments to only followers. That kind of helps. Okay. But, yeah, we rarely we rarely get people coming in and, uh, you know, throwing abuse around, rarely. Um, it happens every now and again. But honestly, and, yeah, honestly, uh, the most abuse or I don't know if you call it abuse, but the most disrespect, I... I I hate to say it, and I don't want to. I don't want to call these people out, but anti-vaxxers when they come on and they uh, they blame the injured people for where we're at, and they directly insult them, and that's probably the most common. Uh, you're you're uh, an idiot for getting the vax. It's your own fault. I told you not to yeah, trust Pfizer. These yeah, sorts of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and we don't we don't uh, take a bar of it at all. We just block delete these people straight up there there is a line like if people there's some like people out there that are kind of passive aggressive and i'll just like mm. delete the comment and you know or if it's another step i might just remove them and they can see you know that they've been removed and they can follow us but if it's a direct insult i just ban them straight up because you know we we had a story i don't know if you saw it um this guy had I think it was like one of the first in Australia to have post-vaccine uh, pericarditis uh, heart surgery. Mm. And um, uh, he had, uh, it was the two shots that he had. And then after he had his surgery, his open heart surgery, um, they gave him his booster shot on the way out of the hospital. So... You can just imagine the people in the comments coming yeah, forward and yeah. just, oh, my God, like, you know, you're so stupid and, well, you know, like, it just, it's like, guys, you can't do that. Like, he, he, we ended up losing that story because he was just like, look, I thought, you know, this is going to be a bit different and mm. I just can't deal with this. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to heal. Like, the guy, you know, the poor guy just had open heart surgery and, you know, he was very vulnerable and, if the, you know, if the doctors are telling him, the professionals are telling him that you need a vaccine right now, like, you know, he's only done, you know, he, he's just had open heart surgery. I'm, I mean, I know that he just had it, uh, you know, because of the other two vaccines, but the thing is, like, you just don't, you can't put yourself in everyone's shoes. I don't think it's as black and white as some people think it is, you know. So they attacked, they mocked him, attacked him, or whatever, and he yeah. asked you to remove the story. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this is like that's probably one of the most important stories that we could have had on our page because it's yeah. going to, you know, really speak to people that really believe in this in this vaccine. You know, yeah. like we need those people to to be open to our page, and if they see that there's people that believe in it 
then they're going to come and have a look and say, oh, well, I guess, you know, like they can start thinking about it. There's a strong if, they message- see every, if they see every person on their page didn't want the vaccine or they were against it in the beginning, well, they're just going to, you know, think that, oh, maybe they're all fake or something like exactly. that. And people do think that. I have spoken to people who think that everyone on our page is fake. Right. Mm. Okay. Well, there's a good good message there for followers of your page and, and all these pages to be kind because you're yeah. doing your, your own cause harm when you run people yeah. out of town. Like 100%, 100%. When you say... Uh, Accusations of fakery. What kind of um, what do you what do you call it? Uh, journalistic checking. You know, <clears throat> neither you nor I are journalists, but how how are you able to kind of verify as much as possible these stories that are coming to you? And and have you received any clearly fake ones? You can you know to the point where you can tell and you reject that. Yeah, I I don't think I've received any <laughs> fake ones. Um, I did have a story like in the very beginning, which uh, there was a number of people from my audience had raised their eyebrows um, and I quietly removed that person because there was a bit of drama surrounding her, not in regards to the injury, but I mean, she was showing, you know, herself in hospital and, I mean, she didn't look well to me and I, I spoke to her a number of times. Mm-hmm. Was she injured or not? Uh, I mean, she showed me papers as well. So you gotta, you got to take their word for it. Um, in regards to everyone else, uh, I've interviewed everyone. I've, well, not everyone, but almost everyone. I'd say about 95% of people I've interviewed, just like you and I are right now. I do video. Mm-hmm. And I'll sit on the phone for like an hour, an hour and a half with these people and I'll write out their stories. I, I see, you know, a lot of them, I see their batch numbers, uh, their papers, their medicine. Um, for, for anyone to, to fake one of these stories, uh, pretty hard because like we go into a lot of detail in our stories. Um, in the beginning, yeah, maybe... Uh, Maybe I could have missed something, but yeah, there's just too much detail to to for any of these stories to be uh, fake. Well, that's good to hear. You're seeing like documents and batch numbers and so on, because I think there's a lot of pages out there, maybe well intent have, have good intentions, but they would go to go to air. They would publish stories without even doing that. As soon as they find some, this is the case on all sides. Yeah. On, on the mainstream media and on the new media where we live, um, they're all, um, yeah, everyone's not applying the same standards. So thank you for clearing that up. That's great. And yeah, I'm also- a, re- oh, I just want to say, I think that's what makes us different to other adverse reaction pages as well. Because um, mm-hmm. a, a lot of pages will just sort of chuck up this little, brief little description. Oh yeah, I had this and, and now I've got this and it's been, you know, a living hell and it's just very short and, you can't contact the person. I mean, that's another thing that I do and I forgot to mention. Every single story, I've got a contact. You can contact this person. Sometimes they change their uh, Instagram names, but they're still tagged to the picture. Um, so, yeah, every single person is contactable. Like, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, you know, it's based on credibility. Like, that's why I, I make it so you can contact these people. 
Yeah, I've contacted uh, some that you've put up because I see the name and I sent them a direct message on yeah. on Instagram, yeah. uh, just just to support. Not looking for a story. Just hey, sorry to hear what happened to you. That sucks. Hope you get well soon. Yeah. They're real people on the other end. They reply and yeah, it's it's yeah. real. Yeah. Uh, sorry to cut you so much. The, the delays are killer on Zoom. I hate it. Uh, can I ask you about? <clears throat> The, the culture you're creating this page, I think, is quite beautiful. There's a lot of um, support. And I'm surprised to hear from you that you don't have to delete, block, censor um, aggressive people very often. It's mostly a supportive community. That's really good to see. And I like the tone of the page. I like being on there. It doesn't feel angry, which is nice. A lot of pages feel uh, I'm glad to hear that. Mm. And, you know, maybe that anger is justified. People are outraged, but, you know, it's nice to be in a place that's not angry. Do you have any, like, where do you go from here? I mean, I, I don't know if you're just kind of taking it as it comes, but what do you, what does the moving forward look like for this page? I know you're expanding to JB Injuries Global and you've got New Zealand. Someone else is doing that. Yeah, we got, uh, like, I manage 30 different countries, just over 30 countries. Um, and we're just trying to create, well, we have, we've created a global structure and, uh, I think we're the first of its kind within the whole movement of what's going on in the world to connect these local communities all together to, to show people that this is a global event, um, because what's happening at the top is coordinated glo uh, globally by them. So we need one of our own, you know, right. um, it's, it's the only way that I can see change happening. And yeah, we have to, the, the world has to stand together. Um, so yeah, in regards to expanding, that is a big part of what we're doing. Um, making partnerships, like we've never claimed to be medical professionals mm. um, or, you know, scientists or anything like that. Uh, but we're, starting to connect with these groups um, all around the world. Because, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to cherry pick information. I don't have the time to do that anyway, but I don't want to, you know, be grabbing information here and there and, and just putting it up because a lot of the times I've seen people do this and then it becomes irrelevant. So I want to make sure that any information that comes through us is always relevant. A good test I've thought about your your page in particular has been I could go to Parliament and I could present your page as like a, a uh, an archive and quite mm. confidently and safely present that and and it'd be very difficult for them to, for me to criticize this giant book I've just theoretical book I've just handed to them because it's well that's quite a, clean. that's exactly why the yeah that's my idea behind it um, to create an archive that can be used it's a, a neutral platform there's no, like, strong bias in, I mean, like, yes, there's a bias, but do you know what I mean when I say there's, like, no strong bias? Like, I'm not, there's no conspiracies, there's no, we're not fighting anyone, we're not doing this, we're just sort of allowing people to come and, and share their experience on what's happened to them. So, you know, people like Jared Rennick and, and Malcolm Roberts and yourself and whoever else like a doctor or a scientist can come to our page and they, they can just view or use our information because there's nothing attached to it that's sort of against their own narrative. You know what I mean? Like everyone can sort of take this on their own. Mm. It's a very smart move. Hey, what's your connection? Uh, if any, are there any connections with you? This, uh, this is just, there's a part of my brain that's 
I guess, more journalistic is saying, do you have any connections, Matt, to, uh, I don't know, IMOP or um, uh, anti-vaccination lobbies or groups or, or pro- like just trying to see if you have any agenda beyond just giving people uh, the ability to tell their story? Do you have any connections? Yeah, well, I, I've been uh, in meetings with the COVID Medical Network for a while. Um, I... I have contact with Alona and Jazz from IMOP. Mm-hmm. Um, AVN, I haven't connected with yet. Like I, mm-hmm. I've connected with various groups. Um, I just like I think there's it's it's just I, I don't know where it's all going kind of thing. I think there's a lot of people that yeah we're all just doing our bit and it's just sort of coming together bit by bit. Um, so do you not have any previous history of running vaccination-related pages, blogs, social media accounts? No, no, I don't. <laughs> okay. This just pretty much fell in my lap and it chose me pretty much and, and I've been doing it full-time ever since. Okay, and do you were you behind I, the, vac, the Facebook version? There was a huge Facebook one that got getting cancelled about a year no, ago. No, that okay. wasn't me, no. Um yeah, I mean, like, I've got my own views on what's going on in the world. I always have for a long time. Mm. So I'm just I'm just playing this game in the way that I think that it needs to be played. Um, and I think that I'm doing all right so far. I, I think that we've changed the face of this, this whole pandemic um, for sure. All right. Uh, before I wrap up, do you, is there anything else you wanted to... Shout out to anybody. Yeah, well, uh, we need a couple million dollars. We need an office. We need staff. (laughs) That's pretty much what we need because I am just inundated. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that want to help, but we need to be able to pay people to do stuff properly and Um, to make sure that the job gets done. We actually need people on phones because we have that many people coming in. I just can't keep up. So you're going to create this into an actual company, staff, offices. This is legit. Yeah, well, we haven't got into, you know, the other side of what's going on, um, which is our backup page. I don't know if you know of OM. OM. Please explain. So we created like a... Um, it's 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 kind of like a, a parallel society economy kind of thing, and we're trying to um, get everyone to go over there, and and you know it's in in the process of being built, like it's it's in the beginning of of its of its life. So we hope that people can go over there, um, subscribe for a small five dollars, and then all the money that comes from that goes straight into um, how, like compensating the injured people and paying the people who are advertising their services uh, over there. Um, And even the organisations that, you know, are coming together and are treating the injured, whether it be doctors, scientists and so on, um, there needs to be money that comes from somewhere. So uh, we think that because of, you know, where the world is at and uh, the incentive is there, uh, for people to jump over to something like this because, well, I mean, the incentive is that people are being injured and they need help like that first and foremost. And there's 
there's no money in this to be made for anyone. I mean, when you say company, like, uh, the only reason, well, we are a not-for-profit already, but the only reason we want to get that far is so that we can sustain what we're doing. I can't sustain what I'm doing forever, you know? Like, I've sacrificed everything, and I, I just can't keep up. Uh, what's the name of this other page? Uh, it's ohm.australia on Instagram. Okay. Uh, after this, please send me links to all of this and I'll put yeah, clickable sure. hyperlinks in everywhere that I post yeah. your stuff. Okay. We're, well, we're trying to, I mean, like if you think about it, if we get, <clears throat> you know, 1 million subscribers, I mean, for each jab injury country, there's going to be an on page. Um, and if there's, you know, 1 million subscribers paying $5 a month mm. and they could be different tiers as well. Yeah. That five dollars could then, you know, turn into what it's five million dollars a month. Yeah. I mean, that's a massive amount of money. Um, these people could each person that shares our story could receive then ten, fifteen thousand dollars each if we keep on doing it at the rate we're doing. And <clears> there <throat> would still be a lot more left over. We could so you'd be, be paying the people they give you a story. Yes. Yep. So it gives people to come forward and share their stories. Hmm. which then creates more awareness. And then it gives people incentive to go and put their services over on OM hmm. um, because they know that there's going to be work there. Um, would also so whether be... it be like alternative health or, you know, even gardeners. I mean, these guys are so injured that they can't even walk up a flight of stairs, let alone do the gardening, you know. Hmm. So there's, there's plenty of opportunity there for, for everyone, not just the injured. There would also be, I'm sure you're aware of this, but there'd be an incentive, a perverse incentive to tell you if there's money involved. If I, if I can come up with a story, if I can, I can um, embellish my story a little bit, I might be able to get paid. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and also that could attract the wrong people as well, I'm aware. Um, but, yeah, we would have to step up our screening uh, if that was to happen. If any, well, yeah, we're not going to be giving people, I don't think we'd be giving people like cash, but it'd be oh. um, a cash figure worth of services from. Oh. Um, okay. That's great. Yep. All right. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Matt. This is um, uh, something that I, I don't, I'm not sure if um, you've been aware of, of our work, but I've certainly been aware of yours and I have struggled to find uh, quality reporting, if that's the right word, of like what you do. There's so many on, 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 on the dinosaur media side screaming a narrative. That's most of the noise. And then there's the other side um, saying every single thing is, is a vaccine death or like they're just not thinking either. And it's not safe for me to share either side of these groups but i feel like there are very few people like you so if you're creating a safe thing for me to share like i can i know i can i can vouch i can say yep yeah, this page is great or i know there's a level of trust there uh, it's clean i can take it to parliament as i said so thank you very much for resisting the temptation to prosecute your own uh, agendas and just letting the people speak and keeping it very wise and clean because that it's an amazing tool for us and it's so rare so thank you very much man yeah no worries that's what i made it for thank you 
All right, everyone, that's uh, Matt from Jab Injuries Australia. You can follow them. I'll put all the links <clears throat> below. Uh, that is a very important page, as I've been saying. And if you're wondering why we didn't go much into uh, Matt's personal life is because I think he's going to be looking at potentially doing that on his his own terms later down the line, however he wants to do that. But for now, in keeping in his current form, he's keeping it all about the people telling the stories of what they've been through. Uh, if you want to support us, we are at discernible.locals.com. The only reason we are on the air, uh, much like Matt, uh, this Matt here, he gave up his work to do this full time. And the people over there who are supporting us for five to $10 a month, uh, hanging out with us in a private community means we can bring you stories like this. Have a wonderful week. See you next time.